Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. We have a huge backstage update on The Rock taking Cody Rhodes' WrestleMania 40 spot. There's also some news on how that decision has been received by those within WWE. CM Punk was at SmackDown on Friday and Brian Keith becomes hashtag all elite. Hello and welcome to the Solo Sunday News here at What Culture Wrestler and myself, Andrew Pollard. I hope you're well. I hope you're good. It's very, very newsworthy right now uh, with the fallout from SmackDown. Of course, The Rock appearing, taking Cody Rhodes' spot at WrestleMania 40 again against the Tribal Chief, against Roman Reigns. And there's a whole bunch of fallout from that. Now, firstly, our first story we're going to get to is uh, essentially how this all came about. Now, this is from Fightful Select. That yes, the plan as of right now is it's going to be The Rock versus Roman Reigns, and it's going to be Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 40. Now, some within WWE are cautiously optimistic that there could be a pivot if the reaction doesn't change, as in the very, very negative reaction, the backlash that this decision, this move has, has received from uh, from the WWE fan base, WWE universe, I guess we should say, uh, across all social media platforms. There's even been the hashtag, uh, well, there's been various hashtags. It seems to change by the hour. Uh, the big one seems to be hashtag we want Cody. Um, now, sources noted how to fight for how it was The Rock who pushed for this match. And some believe he was even at one point pushing to win the match, which would do absolutely nothing for anybody involved whatsoever. Uh, this was viewed as a political move, as in it will see more money brought in because while Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns is the greatest story, uh, will be better long term. There's no getting away from that. The Rock versus Roman Reigns will bring in more money in in the short term, um, just because it's it's more of a um, there's more mainstream appeal there, more mainstream interest. The revenue brought in by that will exceed what Cody and Roman will do. I'm not saying that decision's right because Cody versus Roman is clearly the right decision. Um, now, from a TKO perspective, there's there's no malice towards Cody Rhodes. This wasn't done because they don't value him. They still think that Cody Rhodes obviously is, is a big player for WWE. Uh, it's just that they couldn't really say no to the, the prospect of The Rock and Roman. Um, the belief is there is, well, I'm just, there's a lot of notes to get through here. Um, there's belief that it was underestimated by decision makers on how thin their patience, as in the fans' patience, was wearing on the matter, as in they just want Cody to finish his story at WrestleMania. Now, the story is, it's not necessarily even Roman Reigns. The story that Cody's had has been that title, the one whose lineage dates all the way back to, uh, well, basically dates back to Dusty that Dusty didn't get against superstar Billy Graham. But that's Cody referenced on, on SmackDown. It's the, the belt that Bruno had, that lineage. So it's gone from, from Bruno, you know, all the way through all, all the legends over the years uh, to superstar Billy Graham, to a Bob Backlund, to a Hulk Hogan, to a Andre the Giant, to a Bret Hart, to a Ric Flair. Sure, that, yes, that lineage. Um, 
uh, where are we then? So that is the story, is Cody going for that title? Not necessarily Roman, but Roman's kind of become part of the story, of course, especially after Cody was screwed over at WrestleMania 39 last year. Uh, Brian Gewertz is expected to factor heavily into the creative plans for The Rock from here on out. Now, Brian Gewertz, of course, um, is a longtime writer for WWE back in the day, um, who wrote a lot of The Rock's material during the Attitude Era, um, and then has since, in the years past, worked with The Rock, with Dwayne Johnson, on the many, many, many events um, that Rock has been undertaking, whether it's movie roles, whether it's companies he's involved in, whether it's whatever, his, his energy drink, his tequilas, all, all of that good stuff. Uh, Brian Gewitz is so often one of those closest to Rock involved in all of that. So he's expected to factor heavily into any creative for The Rock, because of course he does. Um, and while this whole situation of The Rock returning WrestleMania 40 against Roman Reigns, Tribal Chief, Head of the Table, all of that up for grabs, as well as the Undisputed WWE Universal title. Um, that obviously distracts a little bit from what's been go going on over the last couple of weeks with Vince McMahon and the, 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 the latest lawsuit against him. Um, but it is said that The Rock was pushing for this match long before any of the Vince stuff came through. So it's, it's not been done purposely as a distraction technique, but it kind of, it doesn't help because this has people, I mean, it does help, sorry, because it, it does have people talk about something other than Vince McMahon. Um, now, the, the current plan is for The Rock to work a full-length match against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, so we're not going to be getting some sort of, I don't know, some gimmicky thing. We're not going to be getting a quick match. The plan in the moment is for a full-length match, although there are some people within WWE who have their concerns about this because, let's face it, while The Rock is in incredible shape, it's a very different thing to be in a... Ring ready to, to to be in ring shape, and as we've seen, uh, I mean the promo he cut uh, just a couple of weeks ago. It feels like um, he was just he was gassed. He was absolutely knackered after just like saying like a few lines of the promo, and he's already like blowing for air. So it's like right, okay, we're, we're gonna get a, a twenty minute main event out of you, um, or fifteen minute main event. I don't know. Now, from one story involving all of that to another slightly different view on it, and that is the view of the wrestlers, those within WWE. Now, obviously, plenty of fans. I'm sure most of you watching this are very unhappy about the prospect of The Rock stepping in and replacing Cody Rhodes. Um, it just doesn't make sense for so not in this context that this time it, the the yeah it's just it's daft it's very daft we could agree it's a bit daft um but yes the wrestlers response doesn't seem to be great either and those within wwe now fightful select reached out to over three dozen uh contacts within wwe uh, and this decision has been described as universally panned by those within the company so that's always great when everybody's just going man this is daft this is silly uh, one wrestler, this is from Fightful Select. Uh, this is the, the words of one unnamed wrestler. I've known Dwayne a long time. Not only did the look on Cody's face tell a story, the look on Dwayne's told a story. I think in that moment, he knew that this decision wasn't going to work out quite the way that he imagined it. He was experiencing the same thing that he and Roman experienced in Philadelphia. He was being co-signed for something the vast majority didn't want. Now, of course, that references uh, the Royal Rumble back in... 2015 was it? I mean, they've had a couple in Philly over the years, but I believe it was uh, 2015 where the Roman Reigns won, uh, eliminated uh, Rusev, Miro's these, these days. The Rock came out to endorse Roman and got booed. <laughs> now, they, they weren't booing The Rock because Roman was getting booed anyway. It's just like, get, get The Rock out there. It's kind of, that was salvage it. You can't boo The Rock. Nobody's going to boo The Rock. People booed The Rock. Everybody booed The Rock just by association with Roman Reigns because everybody could see the paper thin trick that WWE was trying to do with that where it's all right, get, get Rocky to endorse him. That'll, that'll rub off. But instead, it just went the other way. And The Rock got booed <laughs> and gave that like kind of questionable look to the crowd of like, oh, man, this this really isn't working. 
And hopefully he's well aware enough to realize that at the moment, things aren't quite working. Um, now, those in WWE, again, that Fightful has spoke to, uh, understand the business decision of this because The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, brings more mainstream coverage, increases revenue. But this is viewed as a very short-term decision that maybe isn't exactly best for long-term success because, I mean, if Cody Rhodes beats Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40, uh, finishes his story, God, that phrase... I mean, the only way that's going to get finished right now looks like it's going to be in the next 2K video game, <laughs> which, yeah. But if Cody had that, that's that closure on that story. That's the bloodline can do different things. Maybe the bloodline starts to fall apart finally, because it's been a long time that you've had that on our TV. Uh, and it's just, there's a sense of closure to Cody, but then opens up so many possibilities of what would be next in terms of you would have him on SmackDown as a full-time, uh, I guess, a, a workhorse world champion, which is something that SmackDown has not had for, what, three years, basically. So it's just, there's, there's so much more long-term um, benefit by having Cody Rhodes defeat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, at WrestleMania, than there is of having that happen somewhere later down the line or of having just Roman beat The Rock because, I, I don't know. Anyway, so this is just, everybody can see this is a very short-term decision where it's like, okay, we're going to get loads of but a bit more money while having The Rock there. It's going to get a lot more mainstream coverage. Then what? <laughs> well, one former world champion has said that Rock versus Roman would have been a great idea back when it was basically constantly seen to be Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns in the conversation for WrestleMania. Or it would have worked this year if Cody had finished his story last year and defeated Roman Reigns and became the, uh, the Universal WWE Undisputed, other way around, Undisputed WWE Universal Champion at WrestleMania 39. But he didn't. And as such, it doesn't really make sense right right now. Uh, it's just uh, a member of the creative team as well told Fightful uh, how there had been pictures of the Rock versus Roman for years. Uh, and one year they were t just told, and this is uh, very, I mean, Dwayne Johnson has been very public with these comments, that uh, one year it just didn't make sense. It wasn't the right story. They got together, they drank some tequila, they, they kind of pitched a few things. And as The Rock put it, they put their pencils down because they just basically couldn't get the, the right story. There wasn't a worthwhile story there to, to do all of that. And the thing is now, this makes even less sense. This makes no sense. The, the, the story, this is not, in terms of a story sense, this makes no sense. In terms of uh, short-term physical gain, yes, makes a lot of sense for a business decision. But in terms of if you're going to be going out there talking about how you've not done it before because the story wasn't right, this ain't it. This is, <laughs> you're dumping on one great story uh, for all of this. It's, um, yeah, just see uh, what other notes we've got here. Uh, la, 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 la. I feel like I was almost going to the rock there. Smell, la, 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 la. Uh, another source in the creative team as well said that there was a deflated feeling and that this feels like something that would have previously happened under the Vince McMahon regime which is never good. Um, there's also, I mean, there's no malice from Rock either. The Rock is said to be a great guy. Just the, the issue here is the timing is absolutely awful. And there was a sentiment of sometimes you need to know when to take a back seat. And this time clearly would be that time, but has not been viewed as that time by seemingly by Dwayne Johnson and, and those who have supported this idea, um, which would be TKO. Uh, but just to reiterate how poorly this has been received uh the smackdown segment where it was obviously cody rhodes came out to address roman reigns and then said I, i'll take everything from you basically but i won't do it at wrestlemania because one of the people i spoke to for advice is this fella who essentially big brothered me and went hey cody it's all right i've got this uh, you go and do something with seth rollins on you know after roman reigns had dumped on seth rollins's title and pointed out how everybody that's challenged for it have just have always come up short against uh, against roman now seth always does well against roman but i'm not sure if, if there's been a 
I don't. I can't think of one. I'm not sure if there's been Seth Rollins ever lost to Roman Reigns in a singles match. I'm pretty sure Seth's got his number in that regard. But Roman's just pointed out how that was essentially the um, the runners up prize, which uh, and the the way he pointed it all out as well was like you're kind of really making that point and it's hitting home but just to see how disliked this has been uh, how um <laughs> angry frustrated it's made uh, wrestling fans the segment which is available on WWE's youtube um channel in full uh, i think it's like 18 19 minutes uh it became WWE's most disliked video ever and it did it really really quickly now WWE has had a presence on youtube for i believe it's 17 years there's nearly 74,000 videos from WWE on there and in the first 24 hours it was posted the segment was downvoted yes uh 450,000 times so nearly half a million dislikes on youtube uh, and it was only liked 92,000 so you've got like nearly well 450,000 boos and 92 yays for perspective on that the most disliked video before that was charlotte flair when it was announced she was replacing becky lynch in the main event of wrestlemania 35 um which that was only disliked 82,000 times so there was 82,000 dislikes on that this video though in 24 hours got past 450,000 dislikes uh also as mentioned there's the hashtag uh, we want cody that's one of the many hashtags that's been trending on on x formerly twitter and even United States champion, current WWE United States champion, Logan Paul has chimed in on X to say, yes, we want Cody. So that's uh, that, that'll be interesting to see if there's uh, any fallout from that. I mean, there won't be because Logan Paul, uh, let's face it, is bigger than WWE. Um, uh, and also, uh, I should probably note as well, a replay of that segment at a Knoxville house show over the weekend was booed out of the building. So uh, if you've been to a WWE live event or even a TV taping, you'll know that, you know, between matches or, or whatever, they'll, they'll put on videos of stuff as they do, I guess, on the network when you have ads that come on. Uh, and yes, they replayed the segment on the big screen and it got booed by those in Knoxville. So that's another indicator yet again of just how this is not gone. I, I mean, I'd say it's not gone how WWE uh, intended it to go or, or thought it would go. But there's um, you can't you're not telling me there's some people in that company. Um, there will be people in that company, lots of people in that company at the time thought mm, this might not be a good idea, but let's see how we do it. Uh, and obviously it's not gone down too well. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Uh, right, uh, pivoting away from The Rock, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns, uh, and WrestleMania 40XL. And a quick update on CM Punk. Now, this come via the, the great guys at PW Insider, PW Insider Elite, who said that uh, CM Punk was backstage at SmackDown as well. So you had The Rock was there, and CM Punk popped by as well. Um, and he was said to have been in a, an arm brace, and also has had his surgery on his tricep tear, of course, that he uh, suffered at the Royal Rumble, uh, taking a future shock. Well, the belief is it, the injury occurred during uh, a spot where he took a future shock DDT from Drew McIntyre. Uh, now, Peter, uh, sorry, where am I going here? Uh, SmackDown was in Birmingham, Alabama. I've not seen anything on on which Dr. Punk is used, but it could well be that he'd been to see Dr. James Andrews. Now that's somebody who WWE um, roster members have used countless times over the years, an expert in the field who specializes in um, knee, elbow, shoulders, sort of uh, surgeries, injuries. And is of course based in Birmingham, Alabama. So it might be, this is just me spitballing, maybe that's who Punk's gone to. And it's like, oh, SmackDown's in Birmingham as well. I might as well pop along and, and see, uh, <laughs> just sit there on my popcorn watching The Rock. Um, yeah. And now, after SmackDown went off the air, uh, Drew McIntyre didn't appear on SmackDown, but he was there and performed in a dark match after SmackDown, the taping had finished, where he beat Sami Zayn by DQ, I believe. Um, now, McIntyre continued just uh, trolling, mocking CM Punk in a clip that McIntyre has posted to his own X page, his own Twitter. Uh, X is such a daft name, and SEO makes absolutely no sense. Anyway, McIntyre posts on his one of those uh, of him coming out to the ring, and he does the um, it's clobbering time, uh, and then he, he proceeds to kind of cut a mini promo into the camera as he's walking to the ring just to kind of say how he's going to rename the Future Shock DDT in honor of CM Punk. It's all kind of like fake sincerity of like, I'm going to do this to honor him, blah, 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 blah. Uh, of course, he's just been this comeback heel because uh, it's McIntyre as well who uh, interrupted Punk's emotional promo on Raw where Punk was basically saying like, yeah, I'm knackered. Tore my triceps, going to be out for a while. Uh, I wanted to go until the wheels came off, uh, but I've got to take medical advice, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to be gone for a while. And McIntyre came out and said that he basically prayed for that to happen. <laughs> um, it was it was a really great promo for McIntyre. And one of the... Uh, uh, under underappreciated things of that as well. I think that, that McIntyre problem was how he goes from quite emotional. Punk's talking about his friend who who battles cancer every day. Um, and McIntyre kind of relates to that. Obviously, his, his mom sadly passed away. Uh, and it's just, it's great how McIntyre goes from being quite genuine and emotional to then just flipping it to full heel. It was great. And then he obviously have a bit of a, a scuffle with CM Punk and uh, and that's it. So McIntyre is continuing to stir the pot and I absolutely love to see it. Uh, one other thing that I love to see is Brian Keith has officially signed with AEW. Uh, yes, a big fan of Brian Keith. Every time I see him, you just, you're thinking like, yeah, man, this guy's good. Why don't they sign him? Why doesn't somebody sign him? Uh, in fact, if you're a frequent reader of uh, my uh, AW Collisions Ups and Downs, cheap plug, make Foley style for later today, uh, you'll have noticed in there a couple of times the last few weeks, it's been whenever Brian Keith appears, like, you know, they could do a lot worse than sign this dude. Uh, and he is now signed. Now, he appeared on last night's collision for against Eddie Kingston, lost against Eddie Kingston, a valiant defeat in a match that went about 15 minutes or so, I believe. Um, yes, and then post-match, Tony Schiavone got in the ring on the microphone, uh, basically announced that Brian Keith had signed with AEW. Yes, you got the big hashtag all elite graphic on the screen. Uh, and again, one really nice part of this was Eddie Kingston's reaction. It's just like, he's like, he's just like made up for Brian Keith and he gives him like a, a handshake and a hug and uh, whispers uh, whatever in his ear, some sweet nothings about signing with the company. Um, yeah, now this this is a dude, this is a really tight dude. Don't sleep on uh, on Brian Keith if you've, uh, if you've not seen him or you're not too familiar with him. Uh, he's been wrestling since 2013, trade by Booker T and Reality of Wrestling. That's Booker T's 
uh, wrestling promotion slash training school. It's, it's, uh, it's where Roxanne Perez came through. Uh, Sammy Guevara spent some time there. Um, now he's worked for, for obviously for all reality of wrestling, for GCW, for Defy, West Coast Pro, uh, Wrestling Revolver, uh, DDT as well, did some matches with recently, uh, and debuted with AEW in August of last year, uh, losing to Hangman Adam Page, I think it was on an episode of Rampage, uh, and has been used on ROH and on the AEW program in, in the, the subsequent months. So yes, great news uh, for Brian Keith being formally signed to AEW. Massive congratulations. Now, people talk about Kazuchika Okada or Mercedes Monet. They're obviously hot free agents. Who Are they going to end up in AEW? Who knows? Brian Keith, obviously, is not quite as big a name as, as them, but they could be a really smart signing. So, uh, yeah, big congratulations to the Bounty Hunter. Right, let's wrap things up with some questions here. Uh, where are we? Where do we start with this? Uh, right, Hector Garcia the first got in touch. Hey, Hector, uh, happy solo Sunday. Uh, since Vince is gone, and are there any tag teams you feel are missing from the Hall of Fame that should be inducted? For me, it's a crime in the Midnight Express on NPS. I think The Rock versus Roman is BS. Should be Cody's spot, 100%. Yes, you and a lot of people uh, share that same thought there, Hector. As for the um, the Hall of Fame tag teams, it shouldn't be. I mean, obviously, you can't just dump them all in in one go. But yeah, the Midnight Express, arguably the greatest tag team of all time. Um, so they are absolutely the Midnight Express. Stick them in. Uh, stick all three in. Stick Cornette in as well. I know Jim Cornette splits a lot of opinion. Um, but, but in terms of just you're looking at wrestling figures and managers yeah corny has to go in with the midnight express um so so yeah midnight express one demolition is a massive massive one for me where it's like how the, well i know why these guys on the nerds because they were part of lawsuits against wwe over the years but yeah it's like you you can't look at wwe tag team history and not look at demolition as being right up there i mean to me the heart foundation they're the greatest tag team of all time but Demolition, they're pretty good, man. Where are we? Kane Fe <laughs> There's a lot of these sort of questions, I feel. Uh, Kane Fennec has got in touch. Uh, one is a Cody situation. Is there a two to this? Or is that just a one? No, it's just a one. Right, one <laughs> is the Cody situation too late to change. And if so, how can it be fixed? Oh, my word. This is going to be the discourse for uh, the next little while. And imagine um, even after Raw tomorrow where he will address things and seemingly will be challenging Seth. Uh, yeah, this is something that's not going to go away anytime soon. So is it too late to change? No, I mean, it's never too late to change. Uh, you could literally, we've got like, what, two months to play with here. Anything can happen. Yes, you've had Cody Rhodes big up this title and how he wants to take it from Roman Reigns to take everything away from him. And this is all he's been working for. And then he just goes, but anyway, here's Dwayne, uh, which so you've kind of had Cody say like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that this year. But and it's a, well, there has been no reason given particularly apart from like, ah, Rock Aston, you know, I'm doing him a favor, even though, it, and, uh, yeah, it's just uh, logicalities everywhere. So it can be saved. Um, you could easily literally, you could just have Rock kind of go, I don't know, cut some babyface promo of like, oh, all right, okay, no, I feel bad taking that off you, brother. You uh, you go and finish that story. I'll have Roman later on down the line, you know, probably in Saudi Arabia or wherever, SummerSlam, or maybe next year. I, I don't know. Uh, but it's it's never too late to change on it when you've got two months to work with. It, it You can get back to Cody and Roman for WrestleMania 40. Um, it, but it would be obviously there's, there would be some very bumps, uh, some very decent solid uh, bumps in the uh, in the road to get there. Uh, speaking of solid, Mark Solid's got in touch. Hey, Mark, uh, morning, Andrew. Thoughts on what Dominic Mysterio will be doing at Mania? Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know with that one. Now he was supposedly he was going to be facing uh, the plan at one point was Brock Lesnar at Elimination Chamber, uh, but um, so maybe there's talk of Bron Breaker stepping into that spot and being against Dominic at the Elimination Chamber because Dom obviously eliminated Bron from the, the Rumble. Uh, but as for WrestleMania for Dominic, at one point in time I would have quite I would have been quite happy to see like a rematch between him and Ray because he's 
kind of kept that but that, that going along anytime he gets a chance to talk about his deadbeat dad and call him a deadbeat dad he will so that's something you can always go back to but obviously i think with, with ray the story is the santos escobar uh, at wrestlemania so dominic I'm, I'm not too sure you know i'm not too sure i mean maybe maybe he wins the the andre the giant battle royal but I mean, that, that could be taking place on the Friday on SmackDown. So it always, always feels a bit like, yeah, it's not really WrestleMania, is it? Um, uh, other than that, I'd imagine he'll be in Mommy's corner uh, as she defends uh, her title against seemingly Becky Lynch. So, yeah, I'm not sure about that with Dom, but we'll see. It, it, it would feel a bit, with just the reaction he gets, the heat he gets, you feel like it would be a little bit strange if he wasn't wrestling. But I just, at the moment, I, I'm not too sure what he actually does. Maybe, hey, maybe it's, uh, it's our truth. Maybe it's a, a, a kind of... I was going to say handicap match, but it wouldn't be. But maybe it's Tom and Nick Mysterio versus R-Truth and Little Jimmy. Just an idea I'm throwing out there. Um, right, uh, N-Squared Podcast, big guy. That's quite the name. Uh, here's a pick of my my dog being a good boy. Uh, as ever, great to see. Send me a picture of your pets on the Sunday. It really does make my day. How do you feel Cody would be received if when he goes back to AEW? Uh, well, that's quite a loaded question. Um... I, I don't I don't see him going back to AEW anytime soon. I think he, I think um, I genuinely think that Cody will be watch this video go about to bite me in a couple of years. Uh WWE life from here on out. Uh, just the way he's been obviously yes what's going on right now. Mm, but the way he's been positioned by WWE since he returned to the company has just been I mean he's main event of the WrestleMania he's won back to back Royal Rumbles which what Austin Michaels Hogan the, the, the other people who've done that um yeah, it's he's been a big deal. He's been a massive deal. He's had a, a trilogy with Brock Lesnar, which he came out the, the winning side of. They made him. He had that the three wins over Seth and big matches. Uh, so they, they've they've treated him well. They positioned him as the guy. He's on the cover of the, the next two K game. So I don't think Cody's going to be itching to go back to AEW. I don't think it's like, oh man, I'm really unhappy. Yes, the Dwayne stuff is not great. Yes, it could still change. Um, but I, I, yeah, the whole uh, how he'd be received if and when he goes back to AEW. I mean. If somehow Cody Rose went back to AEW, I, I'd imagine, I don't know. There's just certain sections of that fan base and certain sections of WWE fans where I just I think they'd react very negatively to it because like, oh, you you left us to go over there, which he did. Um, but you know, this thing, this it, it, that's what happens in the wrestling business. So I'd imagine there'd be some backlash because hey, that's what we're like these days in wrestling fandom. Um, Paul Ryan's got in touch. Uh, what's the chances they'll pivot on this situation? I, I think there's. I don't have any inside knowledge particularly, um, but I, th I think there's a chance that there is some sort of pivot along the way. Uh, so th th there's always a chance until we get to WrestleMania weekend. There is always a chance. Uh, Mark AML's got in touch. A soul deflated over the rock return and just been built wrong to suddenly have this. Do you see anything saving this WrestleMania match? Do we get another Brian moment with Cody? Trickier if he agrees to face Seth. The Rock agreed to the match as long as he wins. Um, hashtag we want Cody. Well, as mentioned, one of the reports was that when Rock was pushing for the match, there was a, a, it seems that some people thought he was actually pushing to win the match. If the, the match if the match does happen, no doubt the Rock will not be winning that match. Um, take that as as a, as a given. As for can we get another Daniel Bryan moment with Cody Rhodes? I mean, there are similarities, but then there's also not similarities. I mean, the similarities are the fan base are massively behind somebody and want to see them in the WrestleMania event, uh, WrestleMania main event against Roman Reigns for that title. Uh, they want to see him get that title that he's talked about again as i mentioned the lineage of it that goes all the way to the, this is the one that dusty did not win um but he got so close to so that there there is similarity there but then the big difference is with daniel bryan daniel bryan didn't win the royal rumble hadn't talked for 
the best part of 18 months about wanting to be the one to beat Roman Reigns because you go back to when Cody won the Royal Rumble last year. So Brian, Daniel Bryan didn't win two Royal Rumbles, calling his shot both times with the same person within that Rumble and then pointing up at that person and that title in a skybox to then, <laughs> what, a week later go, yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I'm not, I will take all that and I will beat you for that title, but I'm not going to do it at WrestleMania now. I've had to change your mind. I've had to change your heart. Here's, here's Dwayne. So that's the difference. Daniel Bryan didn't earn that opportunity and then give it away after banging on for so long about wanting that opportunity, that wanting that opportunity again to, to put right what you were screwed out of a year ago. So that's the difference. So, hmm. It's an interesting one to keep uh, an eye on, right? Because they try and get through these quickly, which I always say, and then they talk for ages, as I've just done there. Jose Alpamomeres has gone to touch. Hey, Jose. Uh, good morning, legend of Solo Sunday News. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, feels like I am the only person that does the Solo Sunday News, I guess, the, at the moment. <laughs> so it's it's solo, so it's just me. Um, so it's it's easy, I guess, in that way. Uh, where am I going? It feels like it's in the card. But re uh, thoughts on Danielson taking the Continental Crown from Kingston at Revolution. Here's Wednesday being cheeky. Wednesday looks absolutely fantastic. Again, thank you for sending a, a picture there of your, uh, of your cat. Jose, um, I mean, I, I'm I'm with this one. I'm quite open. I'd be op I'd be interested in if Brian Danielson did defeat Eddie Kingston for the Continental Crown uh, at Revolution. But then part of me is like, I kind of like to see Eddie win uh, and retain it, just because I, I like that with him, uh, that, that having that honor with him, because obviously it means so much for him. He puts it over such a big deal. I also like the kind of elitist mentality of Brian Danielson where he's just looking down on Eddie Kingston and refuses to even look at him and acknowledge him it's it's Danielson is great as this as the prick heel it was he had a spell earlier in his AEW career where he's doing that when he was beating people with different submissions every single match just because he could uh, I, I love that version of Brian Danielson the American Dragon so uh, yeah uh, I think we'll be getting that match obviously and now I just I think I'm pulling for Eddie in this one the one true Aaron Taylor is a replace for the AW's trios titles. The Elite never really got a run. Death Triangle, best of seven with the Elite, was the best. House of Black presentation mattered more than the matches. And the acclaimed and daddy ass have been met more than anything. I could take or leave the AW trios titles, I'll be fully honest. When they were introduced, it was just like, for me, it was a company I thought already had too many titles, and then they introduced those, and I'm just like, I don't care. I, I don't care. Yes, the matches between the Elite and, and um, Death Triangle were, were fun. Um, anytime watching Pack is always fun for me. Uh, I'm not saying just Pack made those matches because it's six very talented people involved in those matches. Uh, but yeah, if, if those AEW Trios titles were dropped tomorrow, I would be absolutely fine. If they were merged with the ROH Trios titles at some point, yeah, all right, okay. Um, I just, I, it's, it's a, it's a, um, it's a championship that I just I don't care about. Really don't care about. Oh, a question from Dustin Sensenegg as well. Um, not really a wrestling question, but who or what culture wrestling decides the narrator for videos that are not ups and downs or wrestling news? That's an interesting question. And that's something very different to, to the Cody Rhodes chatter. Um, I mean, in terms of voiceovers, we do have a certain select crew of people that, that, that handle voiceovers. Uh, and a lot of time is that you'll see that whoever's written the original article will then adapt that as a voiceover. So if I wrote an article tomorrow, then I would be adapting that as a voiceover. So there you go. Um, although most of the stuff I do in terms of voiceovers is over at What Culture Horror. So go and check that stuff out. A little plug for our horror channel, which is great. Uh, and with that, I feel like it's been a long one today. So apologies to to Ryan. Uh, I can see there are a couple more questions coming in, but I can't, I haven't got time to get to them. And also they seem to be very much the same as Cody Rhodes and, and Roman Reigns and Rock. Uh, questions and topics. So with that, I've been Andrew Pollard from What Culture Wrestling. This has been the Solo Sunday News. There'll be a video here floating around to click on. Have a great rest of your day and I'll be back next weekend. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.